0: Welcome to the Wealthy Coach Podcast, where I teach you how to become a wealthy AF in your business, your mindset, your coaching, and your life. I'm your host, Kendra Perry. I am a former functional health coach turned online business mentor for health coaches, practitioners, and professionals. I'm here to help you grow the online business of your dreams by teaching you the strategy, the tech, and by helping you cultivate the mindset you need be a badass health entrepreneur. I'm blunt, I'm to the point, and I'll probably drop an F bomb or two. So fasten your seat belts and get ready to become wealthy AF. Oh, hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wealthy Coach Podcast. I am so excited for episode number four of the Master Your Marketing series. So pumped. We're going to be talking about... I know I always say this. I'm always like, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics. But really, I love talking about launching. I find launching really fascinating, really interesting, and... I kind of have a love-hate relationship with it. And I'm sure anyone who's done live launching will agree with me. But live launching is a really good way to generate sales. In my opinion, the best way to sell. It's my most effective way of selling. Now, you might be wondering, well, okay, I thought we were talking about marketing. Yes, we are talking about marketing in the Master Your Marketing series. But really, there is an intersection between marketing and sales. And what I'm really trying to show you the difference here is that sales doesn't work without marketing, but marketing is pointless without sales. And what we've talked about in episodes one, two, and three of the series is we've really talked about the type of marketing that you do leading up to a promotion and your promotion is still marketing, but there's sales infused into it, which is where we get into live launching, which we're talking about today. And then we'll be talking about automated launching in the episode tomorrow. Okay, so if you haven't listened to episode one, two, and three, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to those because I will be referencing those as we talk today. And remember that everything builds on everything. You will never be successful with episodes two and three, where we talked about organic marketing and paid marketing if you don't have episode one in place, where we talked about messaging and the communication you use in which to speak with your audience. Now, in terms of making a live launch work, a live launch isn't going to work if you don't have marketing in place, you don't have audience building in place. Now, in order to properly live launch, you are going to need an email list. And we talked about email lists in Episode 2 when we talked about organic marketing. And I actually gave you my current email nurture strategy that's working really well for me. So I gave you that. And We really need to have a certain number of people on an email list before we can live launch. But how do we actually build that email list? Well, that comes down to other forms of organic marketing like your social media content, collaborations, SEO, but also paid advertising, which can help make your launches bigger and help you make more sales. Now, what do I mean when I talk about live launching for anyone who is brand new? Well, I'm essentially talking about different events, right? These live events that you can put on in order to create buzz and excitement and engagement around your offer and then make the pitch. So some examples of live launches are things like live webinars, live masterclasses, maybe a workshop series, a live challenge, something that I did earlier this month, a video series. I've also done virtual summits, In the past two years, I've hosted two different virtual summits, and those are also live launches that I've done. What I want to let you know is that a virtual summit isn't always a live launch. A lot of people will just do a virtual summit in order to build the email list. But me personally, I've always launched HC on the back end of it, and it's always been a really profitable and successful launch. Now, live launching is really important if you are doing any sort of one-to-many program. If you are just doing one on one, I don't actually think you need to live launch. You're kind of selling all the time and you don't need as many sales when you're doing a one on one program. So you don't really need the complexity of a live launch. So I would sort of dissuade you from doing that if you are just doing a one on one program. But if you were doing a group program, maybe some sort of course, a membership, or a hybrid program, which would be a combination of group coaching and one on one then I highly recommend doing some sort of live launch because what a live launch does is a whole bunch of people together. It creates all this excitement. It really showcases you, your personality, your expertise in what you do, and it can lead to a big cash infusion. And I think this is my love-hate relationship with live launching. I love the big cash infusion. It really feels like it gets you ahead. You get this big chunk of money in your bank account. I get this big influx of students who are really excited and there's lots of good energy and I'm always super pumped to support them. So that's really exciting for me. But live launches can also be stressful and a lot of work in terms of preparing for them. And the other thing that a lot of people don't know going into live launching is they can also be really emotionally draining especially when maybe they're not going as well or you're not getting sales. And this other thing that happens called the mid-launch lull, it's kind of this time in the middle of a live launch where you're not getting a lot of sales and you can kind of go to the dark place. I call it the dark place because it's the place where you can really get in your head and start to feel really down on yourself. And you can feel like, oh my God, I'm not going to make sales. This is a disaster. I'm horrible. And then all of a sudden you get an influx of sales in the last day or two honestly, a lot of people will buy towards the end of a launch. So that's very normal. So I just want to throw that out there. Now, in terms of live launches, a lot of people, when they think about live launching, and live launching is a marketing strategy, it's like a condensed marketing strategy that always leads to a sale or always leads to you pitching something, pitching the sell. Now, a lot of people, when they think about this, they think about that launch period, essentially when you make the program available and then when the program is no longer available or some sort of promotion goes away. But that's actually kind of the least important part of the launch. And this is a big mistake that I've made in my business and I've seen a lot of my students make in their business is that they don't do all the legwork that goes into making a live launch very successful. Now, in terms of live launching... Again, I love live launching, but I don't want to only rely on live launches because that can be really stressful. Now, some people might run a one-on-one program, or maybe they have something like a membership, and that's always available. And then they have this program that maybe they want to run once or twice a year. And so that is going to be reliant on a live launch. And some people like to run their business that way because they don't always want to have the program available. But if you have a program that can be made always available, then I don't recommend only relying on live launches. I actually recommend having a combination of live and evergreen because the evergreen or the automated is what sells your program all the time in between launches. So it helps bring in sales. And it means that you're not completely reliant on the live launch in order to make sales. And that will make it less stressful. Because if you were only selling via live launches, then you would be really reliant on making sales. And if you had a bad live launch, that would be really crappy for your income because then you wouldn't have anything to sell in between launches. Now, The caveat to this, or another way to think about this, if you're someone who's bringing in consistent leads to your email list, like maybe you're bringing in 500 to 1000 leads a month, you could do a live launch monthly, and you could only be live launching and you wouldn't need to necessarily have anything between because every month you're going to be bringing in sales. And that's definitely something you can do. Although I probably wouldn't recommend doing something like a monthly launch unless you have a team because it's a lot of work and it's a lot of prep and there's a lot of room for error. So I wouldn't do that until you have someone to support you. Typically, people are doing launches every three-ish months. And that's kind of what I recommend, doing a live launch every three months. I've done a monthly live webinar in the past, but keeping in mind that I run ads to bring in new leads to my list. And I also have a really great support team who handles a lot of the tech and a lot of the admin stuff so that I can just show up for the live launch and everything's good. Now coming back to being successful with live launches, a lot of the success of your live launch has to do with episodes one through three. It has to do with having good messaging and having good organic and paid marketing that is building your list and warming up your audience before you launch. Now, I used this example on a previous episode of the podcast, but I remember having a student, and I believe it was like the end of May, and she wanted to launch like mid June or something like that. I might be a bit wrong on the dates here, but essentially, she wanted to launch five or six weeks out from the date that we were chatting. She wanted to launch a group program. And I asked her, okay, how many people on your email list? And there were several hundred. And I was like, okay, have you been communicating with them regularly? And she was like, well, I haven't actually emailed them since January. And I essentially said, okay, we can't launch in June, but we could launch maybe in August or September, because if you launch to a group of people who you haven't been regularly communicating with, honestly, they're not even gonna remember who you are. And if you haven't been sending regular emails to their inbox that are getting opened, there's a really good chance that when you do send out those launch emails, they're gonna end up in someone's spam. So we need to be creating relationships in between launches sharing relevant content that is very aligned with what we are ultimately going to sell. So for example, if you're selling a group coaching program that helps someone solve their acne, we don't want to be sharing a bunch of recipes or smoothie guides, right? We want to be sharing content that is relevant to acne. And we also want to be continually letting people know what's coming. We don't want to do something I call surprise launch on our audience, a lot of people do this where they want to keep it secret. And then they're like, surprise, I got this program. But really, you want to tease the offer and you want to seed it into your content. Constantly letting people know that it's coming and potentially even giving them a wait list that they can join in order to get something special. So this is something that I've done with cohort style programs. This doesn't really necessarily work with evergreen programs that are always available that people can enroll at any time. When I say cohort, I just mean there is a start date and an end date. So I used to run Health Coach Accelerator three or four times a year, and there would be a start date and an end date. It was a 90-day program. And so in between the availability of the program, I would have a waitlist. And I'd say, hey, hop on the waitlist if you want to join the next round of HCA, and you're going to get access to discounts and bonuses that I won't be offering to anyone else. So I gave people some incentive. And usually what I do is I would do a VIP launch first. So I would open up the cart 24 hours early to everyone on the waitlist, and I would give them an additional discount and an additional bonus for that 24 hours. And so they could get that. And if they didn't, they would get reoffered it at the higher price point without the bonus. So if you're going to create a waitlist, you do want to make sure you give them some incentive. Otherwise, why would you want to be on the waitlist? So really, marketing and this intersection with sales, like they always go together. There's no point in marketing if it's not going to lead to a sale. And sales isn't going to work without marketing. So that's why I can't really pull these ones apart. And really, during a live launch, you are doing a lot of marketing. It's just not the start of your marketing. It's like the tail end of your marketing, if that makes sense. And so when we are using our organic and paid marketing, we are building the audience. We are building the audience and we are warming it up. Because in order to live launch, I would say you probably want to have at least several hundred people on your email list. I usually give a minimum of about 300 email subscribers that are targeted, right? That are aligned, that fit into your audience and would actually want the thing that you're going to offer. But I would say 500 is a little bit better. And it sort of depends on what style of launch you are doing. Now, what does a live launch look like? Okay. So typically there's an open cart and that means the day that your program or course or membership or whatever becomes available. And then closed cart, the day that... The cart closes. And that might mean that enrollment actually closes in the case of a cohort style launch where there's a start date and an end date. Or there is a price promotion or some sort of bonus that is going to go away. Or potentially there are limited spots, right? In the case of maybe a hybrid group program, you might say something like, I have 10 spots. And once those 10 spots are gone, they're gone. So enrollment is going to be open till like October 25th. I'm just using a random date. Or until I get those 10 spots filled. Now, in a launch, you always want either urgency or scarcity. This is a tactic that makes people take action because human nature means that we don't take action without a deadline or without some incentive. You can imagine when you go to the grocery store, the bananas aren't just on sale forever because if they were on sale forever, you wouldn't take advantage of it. Certain times a year, Oh my gosh, bananas are 50% off, and you don't know when that's going to end. So you're like, I'm going to buy more bananas right now because you know that that's going to go away. This is not a new tactic. It's not sleazy. Literally every business does this. Your local spa has spa deals, seasonal deals. Okay, it's the fall. Laser hair removal is going on special for a month. You can get four for the price of three or something like that, right? Just to use some examples. So these are tactics that all businesses use. And that's just because Without these incentives, and without these deadlines, people just don't take action. So it's really easy to create urgency. And maybe what I'll do first, actually, before I get into this, is I'm just going to define the difference between urgency and scarcity. Urgency means that time is running out. Scarcity means that there are limited things. So urgency would be enrollment closes, or this bonus is going away, where scarcity would be more like there's limited spots. There's only five more spots. There's only two more spots. And so you're going to want at least one of those or both. It depends. I'm usually working with urgency because I don't cap the number of my programs. My current program, HCA, we don't cap it, right? That's how we are able to keep the price lower. Because if we had to cap it, we'd have to make the price go way up, right? So we don't typically have scarcity, but we always have urgency. And because my program is ongoing enrollment, what that means is that typically it's a price promotion with some sort of bonus that is going away. And once it's gone, it's gone. And then the price goes up. Now, you will want one of those things. And so depending on what you're selling, so if it is ongoing enrollment, then you're going to use, I would say, a price promotion with some sort of bonus. And a bonus could be some sort of special resource or added masterclass or something that they would be really excited to have. Now, if you have something that is cohort style, which meaning that there's an open cart and a closed cart, meaning that it starts and it ends. So once enrollment closes, literally people can't enroll anymore, you probably don't need anything extra. A lot of times just the closed cart is enough to make people take action. And this is something I've seen in a lot of my launches because I've done launches where I've had a fast action bonus. So for the first 48 hours, they got some additional bonuses or maybe an additional price promo. And people will miss all of the bonuses and all of the price promotions, but because the cart is closing, they will still buy the cart close where the enrollment actually closes, like legitimately closes and they can't get in is honestly one of the most compelling forms of urgency. Now I have done three different types of live launches in my time, in my day. So I've done webinars, I've done challenges, and I've done summits. Now, most of what I've done is live webinars, but I actually think moving forward, I'm going to stick more the challenge or the three-day live event because I just did my six-figure wellness offer challenge earlier this month, and I actually loved it. I had so much fun and it was actually the most profitable and most fun and enjoyable launch that I've ever had. And I'm actually going to be sharing with you next week on the podcast, a little behind the scenes of that, be very transparent and give you all the ins and outs of that. A lot of people just really love hearing how I make money and how I run these things. I like to be very honest and transparent with how I make money in my business. Now, we talked about how often you can live launch. If you don't have a team, I probably wouldn't do it more frequently than every three months because it's just a lot of work. You could potentially do it every two months, especially if you were doing the same launch over and over and you were rinsing and repeating. But if you're going to do like a monthly thing, you're probably going to want a virtual assistant and someone to help you out. So essentially... Hopefully you can see how this all really fits together. We can't live launch without the organic and or paid marketing, and we're not going to be successful with the organic or paid marketing if we don't have the good messaging. Now, something I will tell you, I'm going to give you a little bit of a tip with live launching. Some of the big mistakes I've made with live launching in the past is I've given away too much. And I've talked about this on the podcast before in terms of webinars. A lot of times we overteach and we think that by teaching and giving a lot away for free that we will make more sales. But the more we teach, the more we get into the how-to, the more we go into the nitty-gritty details, the less sales we actually make. And that's because we tend to overwhelm people because really, there's only so much we can teach in a one-hour webinar or even in a three-day event. Obviously, in terms of building your business... There's so much that goes into it, right? My HCA course is very, very comprehensive. And we have dozens of hours of video, tons of resources. So there's only a little snapshot that I can teach you within that training. It's still very valuable. People get a lot out of it. People often leave my webinars being like, this was like the best thing ever. But... We want to stay away from getting too much into the nitty gritty. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about my challenge in next week's episode when we get back to regular programming of the Wealthy Coach podcast. But I basically took the webinar that I typically do and I broke it up into a three-day challenge. And so three days of education with a little homework task at the end of the day. Now, obviously, I would typically teach this in a one-hour webinar, but this was a three-day event and I was live in the group for one hour each for those three days. Now, did I teach more? Did I give more how-to? Not really. A little bit, but mostly what I filled up the time with was actually engaging with the audience and telling stories. Telling stories from my own experience, showcasing my personality. And it's really amazing because you'd think, okay, well, you're not giving away much more. Do people really want to hear about you and your experience and hear you talk to them? Well, they do, right? Because we love stories. We love seeing ourselves and other people. We love knowing that we're not alone, right? We love hearing other people's experience because it's inspiring. Okay. So really what we're doing with our live launching is we're giving away value, but we're doing so without going into the nitty gritty details of the how to. Very interesting. In my last challenge that I did, I did it totally differently. And I'm going to talk about how it was very different in next week's episode. But I did it totally differently. It was longer. I did five days. I put a lot more into it. And I was actually working 12 hours a day. I was super overwhelmed. It was really exhausting. And it honestly didn't really increase my conversion. And this is a big reason why I've been really hesitant to do another challenge. But this time I was like, you know, I'm going to do things differently. And I shortened the time. I gave away less how-to. I told more stories. I told more connection content, which we talked about in episode two of the series when we talked about organic marketing. And I made more money and I made more sales and I enrolled more students than I did with the first challenge at a higher price point. So that just really goes to show that it's not about giving away more. Sometimes it's about giving away less and just trying to connect more deeply with the people of whom you are serving. So these are different ways that you can create buzz around group programs or courses or memberships, whatever it is that you are selling. And you can get a huge influx of sales, which honestly is really fun from a monetary perspective where you get to see a whole bunch of enrollment notifications and make a bunch of money, but also from a serving of clients perspective, right? Where you get an influx of people who are jazzed up, they're really excited, and it's honestly really fun to support them. I love when I get an influx because there's always so much good energy coming into our group. And it's just the most fun for me to be able to support these people in the beginning of their business journey. Now, what I mentioned before is we can't really rely on live launching. Sometimes we can. If we have a team and we love live launching and we're willing to do it every month or two, then sure, we could rely only on live launching. But for a lot of us, we don't have a team or live launching might be really exhausting. We want to have a way to sell automatically when we are not live launching. And that's where we're going to talk about automated launching, which is our final day of the Master Your Marketing series. Very excited to talk about this. I'm going to bust a lot of myths and I'm going to give you a really honest behind the scenes look of what automated launching actually looks like. So stay tuned for that. But before I pop off today, I want to tell you about something very exciting that I'm going to be launching in January of 2024. Now, I know January is a few months off, but honestly, it's going to come so much quicker than you think. So if you are a coach, professional, healer, or practitioner, and you are making at least $5,000 a month, and you want to grow to high multiple six figures and beyond in your business, I am, for the first time since 2020, launching a mastermind program for higher level practitioners. This will be a six-month mastermind that is going to include a combination of community, group coaching, and one-on-one, which is crazy. I haven't offered one-on-one in like four years, And it's going to be very specific to you and your business. So this isn't a cookie cutter approach. This isn't a step-by-step method. This is literally me helping you with what you need help with in your business and your goals. So a couple of the people who we've had enrolled, they need help with team building, or they need help with automation, or they want to learn how to sell without sales calls. So if you were someone who wants to learn how to sell off a webinar without a sales call, then that is something that we will be covering in that program. And I know that because I know some of the people who have enrolled, and I'm going to be helping the group with what they need help with. Six-month high-touch program, very, very excited to launch it. And if you are interested in applying and being a part of this, you need to be generating at least $5,000 a month. So you need to have a business, at least 5K. You really just need to have that goal of building to high multiple six figures. You can go to kendraperry.net slash apply kendraperry.net slash apply. I do have some special founding member pricing until November 15th before the price goes up. And I'm going to be taking a very limited amount of students for this very limited amount, maximum 10, maybe less than that, maybe as low as five, it's going to be very intimate, you're going to get a lot of access to me. And it's really going to help you explode your business in 2024. So just go to kendraperry.net slash apply. I will also link to that in the show notes. And that is all I got for today. I'm very excited to see you in the final episode tomorrow when we talk about automated launching.